Okay, gentlemen, it looks like we are live now. Welcome, everyone, to yet another episode of the Xbox Roundtable podcast, with this being show number 262. Always great to have you all here as more people start to make their way, way in, file in, and so on. Get comfy, folks. It's going to be a good one. I'm Invader, of course, your host for the evening, and hey, you know the drill. I'm excited to talk about games and, you know, all the really cool news that has made the rounds over the past last week or so. Uh, There has been some updates regarding the EU hearings with Microsoft, and a bunch of deals and partnerships have been announced. We'll uh, talk about all the high-profile ones, especially Nintendo. As well, you know, we got to talk about Atomic Heart, the newly released shooter RPG that has been getting attention for. Well, a variety of reasons, we'll discuss that and more. But first, I need to introduce my star-studded castmates for the night. Joining us is a familiar face. You may have seen him on previous shows a while back. Mr. Noof Nukem. Buddy, how's it going? Kaboom, kaboom! It's going to be back on the TXR podcast. It's been a long time, but it is going to be here. A fantastic panel and hopefully a fantastic chat rolling in. So hit that like, subscribe, guys. Show Invader some love. And again, thanks for the invite. Looking forward to digging into the topics. Of course, brother. Uh, You know, I always have my finger on the trigger for you. Uh, You know, love your takes, love your opinions, and I... Just, uh, you know, I call you my friend, my friend. You know, we go back a bit, so uh, of course. back a long time now, yeah. (laughs) That's right, that's right. So, uh, again, it's always great to have you here. Moving on down the list, you know, I got to introduce the the group, the TXR crew here, starting off with Mr. General MLD, buddy. How's uh, things going? Hell yeah, it's going pretty good. Nice week. My copy of Dead Space finally came in the mail, so I just started that. So having a pretty good time with it, with it so far, uh, just really enjoyed the, the differences between uh, the remake and the original. And of course, I've been playing Atomic Heart and looking uh, looking forward to sharing uh, with everybody what I'm my my impressions are of that. So yeah, that's me. Cool, cool. Now just to uh, make sure, so that's still not coming with the helmet, right? That Dead Space version you got, like, is that still? Yeah, was... Yes, because I got the collector's edition which comes with the helmet and everything, they ship you the game uh, separately, and that finally came in. But the actual helmet and all the goodies, that doesn't come in till, quote, spring. So, so uh, I gotta be a patient fan here, but uh, that's okay, is what it is. Yeah, I know you were telling us about that for like the past couple of weeks, but I just want to make sure, you know, it's like, because I'd be totally excited if you got that, you know, ahead of time. So, fingers crossed, yeah. sooner than later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Moving on down, Eric Shockley, my friend. Hey, how's the weekend been? Oh, pretty good. Just uh, ready to get into these uh, topics. Just been playing some Hogwarts Legacy, but uh, getting into that. But uh, yep, not much else. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And how how have you been enjoying Hogwarts so far? Uh, it's pretty cool. It's definitely deeper combat uh, than combat than I. And I thought doing a had to get that dark uh what was it dark arts pack. It's I don't like how they hide it behind the deluxe edition. That's kinda weak. <laughs> like if you don't get the deluxe edition, I think it locks you out of touching that part of the game. Really? Um, but I'm doing that build. 
because uh, it's uh, overpowered from what I read. So uh, <laughs> just trying to unlock all those uh, dark ride abilities. But is there an upgrade cool. path? Uh, like from standard to deluxe? I don't think so. Okay. I could definitely look in the store, but I don't. I don't think I saw like a separate like DLC pack. Hmm. Uh, from what I've seen, but I think I only saw the two SKUs in like the PSN store. But yeah, hopefully they do because I was just like, man, that sucks. Like, <laughs> no one should be buying the other pack. Like, spend the ten dollars. Um, that's what I was reading up on too. They're like, if you're gonna even buy the game. Just pay the extra ten because otherwise you're gonna lock yourself out of stuff. That's like why even spend seventy? You might as well spend it ten bucks more. But other than that, been pretty cool. All right, all right, good to know. Good to know. Uh, again, I haven't been playing, but uh, that's good to know that. And let's see here. Who else do we got? The uh, diabolic Diablo fan, uh, Mr. Crusader. How you been? I'm good. So that's a reference to the fact that the what looks like the last season of Diablo 3 before Diablo 4 comes out just started. We're, we're pretty sure it's the last one based on the times and everything. And for those of you who don't know, I actually kind of played Diablo like fairly hardcore during the seasons. And um, I'm at one point around 4 in the morning on in between Friday and Saturday... I was third in North America as Crusader. Totally coincidental I play Crusader. It's just a class I actually like in, in Diablo. Totally <laughs> coincidental. Don't play it on purpose. But I was uh, third in North America for solo pushing on Crusader. Um, I'm still in the top 50. I am actually in the top 20 right now. Let me check. I mean... Yeah, I'm still in the top 50. I'm not sure exactly where I am. Yeah, because I remember you had posted something in our chat, and uh, yeah, you. I'm thirty eighth. Still, I mean, out of how many mm -hmm. players? Like how many million? Uh, I don't even. <laughs> so the leaderboard's out of a thousand. I don't know how many. Uh, like the leaderboard has a thousand people on it. I don't know how many Crusaders there are this season. Mm. There's no, there's no metric for that. All right, all right, good to know, good to know. But I uh, mean, hey, I'm glad you're having fun. I know you've been. Uh, Having at it this weekend, so I'm I'm really yes. happy to hear that you know you're having a blast uh, before the impending Diablo Four. So, yeah, very cool, very cool, my friend. Uh, let's see now, Timmy, we're still waiting on. We'll see if uh, when Tim Dog slides in here, he's a little late. You know the drill, guys. You know the drill. <laughs> but before getting into things, quick reminder to hit that like button and share this show out. Help us out with that pesky YouTube YouTube algorithm. And hey, just let people know that we are live, guys. Yes, I'm doing the call to action. But hey, you know what, guys? It really does help, honestly. So uh, smash that like button and share out. Okay, guys. Well, uh, why don't we just get straight into things? Uh, Atomic Heart has finally released after years of anticipation. It's that alternate reality Soviet-era game with the crazy robots... Uh, right now, it's getting reviews that are very much, well, kind of all over the place on all platforms, to be honest, whether it be PC, PlayStation, Xbox. Um, I've been playing it, so I certainly have some thoughts on it. But of course, I really want to hear from what everyone on the panel has to say about it. 
Uh, General MLD, buddy, I'll hit you up, my gaming aficionado friend. I know for a fact that you've spent some time with it, as you said in the intros, but I, I would just love to hear what your thoughts are, your opinions. Yeah, what do you think of this game so far overall? Okay, because, uh, yeah, I love my first-person shooters. Bioshock, one of my greatest games of all time. I can definitely see the similarities here. Uh, off the bat, though, I just want to say, like, I, we, we all see in the meta scores, it can be a like it or don't like it kind of situation. Um, you hear that it's unpolished as well. Like, I did encounter some, like, frame stutters and, uh, you know, here and there, and a little, little bit of clipping issues. But overall, though, I'm having a great time with this game, and it's good that it's on Game Pass because um, any one of us or anyone listening could have hesitated or waited for a sale. But, um, no, I I'm playing day one. It's it's fantastic. Like, this is not a budget title. This is a... This is like a... It's a pretty meaty game. Now, I'm about... I'd say, what, a third of the, of the way done? Uh, just finished, like, a major boss. Uh, but I say the first quarter of the game is much like Bioshock in that it's indoors. It's, like, kind of corridor, kind of kind of shooting and movement. Uh, you even pick up loot, like, kind of like Bioshock, but, like, it's a lot more uh, efficient. So, so that was nice, too. But... Uh, you got the robots. They kind of act like, like they look like the Will Smith eye robot kind of guys, and uh, they, they kind of act like your your splicers, your your, your thuggish splicers, like with the crowbar and Bioshock. Mm -hmm. And you, your first power is even like like a, an electro bolt, and there's even some like different powers you can experiment with. There's like about six or seven powers, and there's a lot of customize uh, customizability here. Uh, you could even like respec abilities too, so you're not just locked to one ability. You can always just, you know, tinker around, do stuff like that. Uh, some decent variety of guns here, but the more you explore, the more uh, blueprints you get for, you know, more, more, just different guns and different ways to, you know, ch uh, shake things up. But overall, but you, you do like, you do that part, but then you go outside. That's where the open world aspect kicks in. And that to me is just a totally different beast because sure, it's all like wilderness and stuff, but you have like little villages pocketed through the map and that's where it gets a little more fun because you, know, you can obviously like uh, attack a certain situation uh your own way like you're no longer relegated to an, an indoor corridor or a hallway so that part i think it's a pretty nice uh comparison uh within the same game uh, i will say um sometimes the the game throws maybe too many enemies at you at the same time it, it can be a little overwhelming so I think that's my one kind of gripe. Uh, uh, first off, so like that might that might get a bit frustrating. I I gotta say. So uh, just keep that in mind. But otherwise, though, I'm liking the exploration. Um, there, there's a lot of upgrades you can have for yourself, so it kind of motivates you to you know kind of look around, see the explore every house you find, and just raid all the drawers and whatever for supplies to upgrade yourself with. So I do like that aspect. I I don't feel like I just want to just you know go from begin to end and not really do anything else. Like oh I'm I'm exploring it. I'm having a good time here. Graphically the game looks pretty nice. I must say. Um yeah the outdoor stuff especially even even the indoor sections too. So the storyline right now it's very mysterious. Like you're trying to un uncover the reasons why the ro robots suddenly just started killing everybody. 
and I think there's some kind of conspiracy at play here. So I like how the game's kind of feeding you information. Um, yeah, you kind of have like a Halo Cortana situation where, like, uh, there's a computer inside uh, inside like your 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 machine kind of glove, mm -hmm. and he kind of talks to you, gives you updates, that kind of tactical information. So I do like that aspect as well. But overall, this game's just different. It's like Bioshock in Russia. Like in the, a lot of Russian culture, like, like a lot of statues of like Russian uh, p prominent people in the country. It feels like, yeah, it's it's totally different from anything else you you I've played in a long time because it feels so unique. Like we don't really play many games set in 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 Eastern in the in that, that part of the world. Like the last game I, I remember playing was like the Metro series, and we'll have like Stalker too, but that's in another country. But point is though. It, it's overall pretty unique compared to the games we usually get every year. So, but I don't want to ramble too much. I just want to say that I'm having a great time. Yes, there's a little bit of polish issues, but they've already dropped a couple of major updates and patches lately. So I think that made a lot of difference. But so long as you're willing to look past um, that lack of polish to a degree and look at the pros, like again, like the exploration, the Bioshock aspects, a, a, a fairly good story so far. Um, yeah, I recommend it. Again, it's on Game Pass. You're not, you're not really losing anything. If you don't like it, just uninstall. No no big deal. So, I recommend it. Mm -hmm. Alright, alright, interesting take. Now, I'll admit, I've been slowly, slowly making my way through the game, although I have spent a lot of time with it. I am on the cusp of playing my first boss, but as you said, you know, you can get just kind of lost in some of these areas. And I know what you mean, MLD. When we, you first hit that kind of wooded open area, when you first go outside, you get overwhelmed by enemies right off the bat. Like, there are so many of them. And you know those uh, flying bots that, like, they help repair the enemies? Oh, those, oh, yes. They're annoying as hell. Like Yeah, yeah. and another thing I forgot to say, yeah, just you can't really stay in one place too long because those, those rep there's repair bots, and they kind of repair everything you destroy. So... That part's also a little frustrating. You can't really stay too long in a place. It's like you got to raid, a, you destroy some bots, raid the house, get out, <laughs> move on to the next place because they will come back. And, you know, you, you got to face them all over again or, or run away. So again, yeah, again, take that, take that for what you will. You may have to adapt your play style. Mm -hmm. I mean, as far as m my time spent with the game, yeah, I've been really enjoying it. It's certainly not perfect, but it's a breath of fresh it's both familiar and a breath of fresh air in a lot of ways um i do agree that yeah it does have a lot of bioshock vibes to it um i know they say open world like there are more open sections but they're not it's not like you know far cry big or anything like that or even assassin's creed there there's self-contained little ecosystems i would say like it's not like Right. Uh, massive, where you're like, you know, you're stuck exploring for hours on end. You're not going to get lost, I would say. But at the same time, it's it's just kind of a nice contained little area that you can sort of explore off the beaten path a bit, which is nice. I, I can appreciate that. Uh, I know some people got really turned off with uh, the first section, the one with like all the plants and like you're in a uh, an underground building and whatnot. I mean, personally, I liked it because it did give off those creepy Bioshock vibes to me. Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. Yeah. Yeah. 
but uh, overall, I mean, yeah, there are some noticeable bugs. For example, I got stuck, a, uh, an enemy charged at me, and I got stuck in a wall of a building, so I had to restart. Um, also, the voice acting can be kind of weird at times, I have to admit. It's kind of amateurish <laughs> in some ways. Um, yeah, a little bit. Crispy critters. Well, yeah, yeah. the dialogue itself I can get used to personally, but it's just the actual, like, whoever is, like, reading the lines, I can tell that they didn't exactly get the best voice actors for it. That being said, though, I mean, there's other pluses to it. I mean, I personally, I like the, like, the gameplay, you know, the, uh, the weapons. I've heard, like, different things about the weapons. I like them personally. The melee weapons seem to have a lot of, like, weight on them. Uh, the guns, I don't know, I think they sound okay. I only have a couple, but eh, I think they sound alright. Um, getting, you know, a decent amount of feedback from them. Otherwise, I love the soundtrack. Um, you go from these, like, again, Slavic, Russian, uh, like, music to Mick Gordon metal music. Uh, you know, when you're getting to more intense fights with the robots. Uh, so... I don't know, I just, it's really, I could listen to the soundtrack for a very long time, so, you know, just have my little uh, AirPods going and uh, working out to it, yeah, it's definitely, uh, I, I like it a lot, like it a lot, but there's also some missing content too, guys, because I was looking at, because uh, people have been sharing different things from different platforms, and there seems to be, like, missing stuff in the Xbox versions, which I was kind of surprised about, right, because... I was looking at some comparisons to the PlayStation 5, and they're, like, missing some, for example, ads. I know, like, like MLD, I'll pit you up again. Like, you know those uh, recreation rooms you go into, those safe rooms, and they have little TVs in them? Yes. Yeah, well, apparently, I guess there's supposed to be stuff playing in there, like ads and whatnot. I, it's just a blank screen for me. I don't know if it's like that for you, but... Oh, to be honest, I never really noticed that. I go straight for the safe station and or the... The vending robot. I never once looked at the TV. Yeah, yeah. I, I, apparently, I've seen it on uh, other uh, people's like gameplay clips. So I was just like, oh, okay. I, I haven't had that. I mean, I've seen it in other places, but not uh, in the safe rooms. So it was just kind of, I don't know, kind of weird, personally. So I hope they patch that along with I, um, in some areas, too. So I've heard that that some of the stuff that's on the TV, some of the ads might have been blocked by um the review process that that's all i'm gonna say about that oh, really? oh i think what there's... you're talking about because yeah I think the tv show is like a russian tv show yeah it may, there's... It may be quote-unquote problematic for western audiences um well some of the some of the you know how there's a lot of caricature stuff in bioshock infinite because yes. it's basically racism in the sky like sure that right there's some of that in this game, but it's really bad. And I know some of it's on the ads on the TVs. It may not have been allowed on the platform. Mm. I'm not... Okay. I, that That is complete conjecture. Okay, I but see. Yeah. platforms... All of the platforms have been known to do that for arbitrary things all of the time. Like, a lot of, like, blood and gore outside of PlayStation Studios gets gets censored on, on PlayStation itself especially in the Japanese releases and stuff like that. I know that that might have been an issue with the with with some of those ads. I I can't say for sure, right? Like I'm not. And that's all that stuff's all NDA the living hell. The the whole um what's that process called? The certification process is right. all NDA to hell. So, 
we probably won't know, but if it doesn't end up in the game, that's where I'd lead to assume that Microsoft wasn't okay with some of the stuff being on uh, being distributed through the store. Mm. Microsoft's usually pretty good about that, so it might literally just be an oversight or something, but I, 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 I couldn't say. I think I know what you're talking about. I just haven't came across it. That's why I asked. Yeah. Plus, I know that there's it, been some other things, too, that haven't shown up. So, I mean, you're, yeah. yeah, you could be right. Yeah. There's one particular ad that I know that is, that honestly might even get patched out of all the versions of the game. It's, it's, hmm. it's pretty bad. Okay. Um, But that could be the reason why it's not in this version for now is because it didn't pass that that specific part didn't pass certain instead of trying to fix it they wanted the game to release and so they, they just didn't put it in but that's that's complete conjecture okay all right i have to look more into that uh yeah. thanks for heads up on that but no i just i noticed some things on my end so i was like oh okay you know i saw some people you know some things did pop up and i was like oh okay that's kind of weird on different platforms but okay like you said that's uh, interesting uh noof nukem pal i mean i don't know if you've played uh any atomic heart at all if you're interested in the game but do you have any thoughts on it and noof is silent i don't know if you're muted noof or might be away at the moment uh i'll move on to actually crusader i'll i'll, I'll hit you up i know you've been playing uh a lot of diablo over the past few yeah, days did you get any I atomic was, card in i was gonna start it and i didn't get a chance to because I had to take my mother's cat with her to the vet because my mother was freaking out because the cat wouldn't stop coughing. Cat has asthma. Um, the cat is not dying. Uh, and I lost my Monday and I was not going to be able to finish it before Diablo came out. So I've put it off. I've been watching coverage of it though. It, like the game looks like I'm going to play it, right? But I want to play Diablo up until Monday. Uh, and through Monday, and then Tuesday is Destiny 2 Lightfall, which is tied in hype for me with Starfield, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it. I'll probably get to it in late March. Mm -hmm. Well, sorry to hear about your mom's cat. I mean, you know, I'm a kitty cat oh, fan myself. Oh, Sheldon so. is fine. Yeah, cat has asthma. Cat is now on a steroid and has stopped coughing. He he and he looks so much better. Um, he he either had an asthmatic flare up or he had um uh like an infection of some kind. We have him on an antibiotic too, and he's doing much better now. So, hmm. Well, okay. Well, I'm happy to hear that. You know, I want uh, my little, uh, you know, TXR pets to be, you know, doing well, doing healthy and whatnot. So, yeah, I hope Sheldon uh, recovers very quickly. Um, but I mean, I know you've been looking forward to this game for a while as well. I know yeah. you made some comments on it, so. Um, yeah, I, I'm def it's definitely right up my alley, right? Because it's a, it's a, I like the Bioshock games. Um, it's a first person shooter, which instantly makes me interested in it. Because I'll even play the worst like FPSs and third person shooters. I, I'll play whatever, but like I, I love the genre, and visually it looks really cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, it's look, it's. I just, I, I just, I could, I, I couldn't get to it this week. It just didn't work out, and I'm not gonna be able to get to it next week either. That's for sure. I know that there's a lot, a lot of varied opinions on this game. Uh, I can only go by my own personally. I know a lot of the reviews are kind of all over the place, honestly, from the looks of it. Yeah. <laughs> the coverage I've seen, right? 
I, I rate everything on the Crusader serotonin scale, right? How much happy chemical does a game give me? <laughs> and just looking at it, it'll be somewhere between a three and a four. Mm-hmm. Just just like looking at it, it might shock me and be like a four and a half. Um, out of five, mind you, my 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 rating is out of I, I do everything out of five. Um, yeah. Just looking at it, I can kind of, because of the amount of shooters I've played, I can just kind of tell it, that's where it'll fall, and that's fine. That's good. Um, I, I will have a I'll have a great time when I get to it. The AI in this game is very aggressive. Like, yeah, I've seen. <laughs> uh, I've also seen. Are things as bullet spongy as they looked? Eh, I wouldn't say well, that. The grunt okay. kind of enemies, not really. Okay, no. the bosses. Uh, the bosses are fine. Bosses, whatever. That, that's that's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I, I, like I said, I am really excited to get into it and play it. It just, it, it's gonna fall for fall on the wayside for a little bit. I mean, on the one hand, you know, it, they can be kind of annoying the enemies because of how mm-hmm. fast they react at times. And this is a game that, yeah, they again, they are very aggressive when they do see you. That mm-hmm. being said, though, um, in a way, it's kind of nice because some enemies in other games react very slowly. slowly and, yeah. So you know, you have, you know, you could on that side of the aisle too and be like oh you know maybe they're acting a little more appropriately sure. uh that being said though it's hard to do stealth in this game it's hard to sneak right. up on the i'll i'll be honest um they're yep. for it's better fine. Stealth's for never an option i think mld Stealth's never an option <laughs> i think mld would agree with me with that because like even like in some games you could get away like with like not being in a, a certain like eyesight view but it's like if you're even like you know if you're just sneaking around and they see you like you know just kind of nudge around a corner they will go for you like the robots That's and cool. everything so they will see you so you got to be very very careful <laughs> they like the aggressiveness i am not understating one bit um uh, no it's fun though i, I mean I, I like it i'm really enjoying it if you like i know the bioshock comparisons do come up and Yes, I mean, I do think that's warranted, and, you know, you see, like, I mean, I like games that, uh, they're their own thing, and, I mean, they can have similarities to other games, but at the same time, it's like, they present the world for you, and they give you a great overall, like, they make you feel invested, right? Sure, I mean, and, like, I only say that because it's an easy way to describe it, right? Because, like, I call Prey a Bioshock-like game, too, Mm because it is. Right, but like, in no way are is it like playing a game in the Bioshock series. It's just like a similar design philosophy to the game. Hmm. Yeah. No, 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 and, and that's right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's no. It, yeah, and that's fair. I would say. Because like, um, like you have like a similar style of like weapons and abilities, kind of. You know what I mean? And um, it is the general structure of like. I guess it's. Can you go back through areas? Like, how does it work like that? That's one thing I've been curious because a lot of a lot of the games of this style, like Prey, you could go basically back through the whole thing, right? Like it was like an open, almost like an open world, but you had to like tra- the, like transition between the zones. Is it uh, like that so far? What would you say, MLD? You're a little further than I am. Do you get to go back? From what I see, and the map system is pretty bare bones. I must say. As far as I can tell, there's no such thing as uh, fast traveling. Okay. Which is a bit unfortunate. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's good to know. It's good to know. Because uh, that means, guys, if you're looking for an achievement or something, or, uh, you know, if you're looking to go back and uh, grab some loot, 
you know, make sure to do it while you're there. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's, uh, you know, don't waste those opportunities. Uh, let's see. Noof, buddy, you there? Hmm. Seems like Noof is still muted. Uh, we'll give him a minute. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eric Shockley, pal. I think you were looking forward to uh, Atomic Heart, if I'm not mistaken. I know you, you're in the middle of Hogwarts Legacy at the moment, but did you get any time with Atomic Heart over the past week? Uh, I did not. I I definitely uh, preloaded that and well long, but I just no, I did not get around to it. Um, but yeah, it definitely looks interesting. I love the Bioshock games. Played the hell out of one and well, one Infinite. Um, never actually played two. I should actually get around to that since I bought the collection way back. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely wanting to get into it. I'm definitely probably gonna play with the can you play with the voice like switch the voice tracks with dialogue like if i wanted to play i wanted to be more like authentic and russian dialogue but keep like english subtitles and english menus i don't know if you could mix and match that hopefully you can most games allow you to do that but right i was like yeah i'm definitely gonna keep russian if i can do that if they if you flip to russian and all the menus are in russian Okay, I'll get so <laughs> Apparently, according to uh, Thimber in the chat, you can. Oh, I would expect that to be the case, since a lot of people tend to do that for, like, uh, anime or, or other games that are um, with voice, uh, where they give you the option, so. But with this being a smaller dev, so. Good to know that was an option. That looks definitely interesting. Um, I guess not to be it is on game pass so like obviously if it's the mixed reviews then you're gonna give a game a shot same thing for anything else like you know if a game's on sale or you'll you know maybe wait for you don't buy it day one because it's you know maybe the reviews are mixed so you don't know if you'll like it depending on because obviously it had good reviews from some reputable sites some gave it a little bit lower scores so uh, but that's the great thing with game pass you might you know find out that you like it um, versus, you know, having to wait months, wait for a sale to, like, justify dropping. Because this, is this one uh, 60? Uh, 60 bucks? 60. Might be 70. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll look. I got it. But, but, yeah, that's where the value of Game Pass. So even, you know, if you want to call Game Pass, you know, or a game Game Pass fodder with, you know, it not being, like, a 80-plus rated game, there's still, like, great games that are right in that, Mold, especially so, from like any devs that are you know first getting their it, first crack at a game i do have no no, no and it's interesting you bring that up because you know i i look at the reviews right the aggregated reviews and they're, <laughs> again they're all over the place again i i'm still in the middle of playing this game but i don't know i just find it kind of janky that the reviews are all off personally i mean you cannot like the game i get that but it just i don't know like I gotta say, like, I'm I mean, really... there's some people that hated, like, Infinite. Like, that liked Bi the first Bioshock, mm -hmm. but hated a lot of things about, you know, Bioshock Infinite, or that it wasn't near as good as, like, the, you know, the first one. But it's, I mean, it's a whole different... Like, that one, for comparison, it, that one, it's just completely different spin. It's like playing Dead Space 1 and Dead Space 2. Like, they're going for completely different... Um, you know, 
Oh, I know. It. It's like the That's Halo right, 3 explain. versus Halo Reach guys. So, <laughs> I hear you on that, man. Yeah. It's just, I don't oh, know. Yeah, no, I'll definitely hopefully get around to it soon. But with Wo Long coming around the corner, I'm probably going to jump into that because now I'm hearing what I definitely wanted to hear that it's more like, uh, like Sekiro or like Ninja Gaiden versus uh, like Neo and Dark Souls. So, definitely ready for that game to drop and hopefully uh, get some pretty high scores. So, mm hmm. I mean, as far as my recommendations for Atomic Heart, I mean, guys, I would say, yeah, give it a shot. Um, obviously, it's in Game Pass, but even if you're on PlayStation or PC, whatever it may be, I mean, it has my seal of approval uh, as a recommendation. That if you're into games like, yeah, the, again, the comparison to like a Bioshock, yeah, you can, but again, it, not far away from games like Prey in some respects, and or maybe. I don't know, maybe something like System Shock to a lesser degree. Again, it kind of straddles a few different genres. But, again, if you're into that kind of, like, alternate reality kind of, uh, you know, robot apocalypse kind of a stuff mixed in with some other things. It, it, look, it's a, it's a really good game, uh, in my opinion. And I would say, hey, give it a shot. Um, now, Noof, I don't know, you on there, pal? Hmm. Noof's still silent. But guys, I gotta ask, though, um, you know, speaking about Game Pass that Shockley brought up, there's been, you know, it's been an interesting few months, hasn't it, guys? Because we've had High on Life, uh, Age of Empires 2 for the console, Hi-Fi Rush, we got now Atomic Heart, which is a pretty significant third-party game dropping day one. And we have a couple of more games. I think Shockley just brought up Wolong, which is going to be dropping into Game Pass. Uh, Soul Hackers dropping out of nowhere, and it came out, you know, I think late last year. I'm like, they need to hold off. Like, you just threw, you know, other Shin Megami Tensei games at us just like a month, you know, a month or so ago. Like, just base those 100-plus-hour JRPGs out just a little bit more. Yeah. It's good that it came in yeah. so soon, but I'm just like, damn. <laughs> Gotta finish Persona Golden first, but luckily I bought that one, too, so... I think they have a large deal with Atlas, with with Sega right now for a lot of stuff. Cause... I mean, it's, it's great, but I'm just like, man. Some, yeah. See, that's where they might like, oh, well, shit, no one played this one because Persona 4 Golden just came out like at Game Pass like a month before. Uh, like, I think there's an overarching deal with Sega to bring more and more of their titles into Game Pass just in general. Because I think it's something like they've had 16 in the last 18 months enter. Yeah. Um, and I think that game also may have just I, I know it didn't it wasn't um super it didn't perform super well so they may have just mm -hmm. wanted to make uh to to get more of a like return on um, investment for that title no, like yeah. sega right so they may have just signed like a long form deal just to get some more money out of the the production of it if that makes sense yeah mm-hmm yeah, I just, you know, there's been some pretty high-profile games. I even think, has MLB The Show dropped, or is that still coming That's in? That's next month. It's coming. Yeah. And the March, along with Ghostwire Tokyo, the one-year contract oh, yeah. is finally going to be up. Looking forward to that one. Mm -hmm. um, Bingo came is, in there's something Bingo else came in coming next month. <laughs> I can't remember. Besides Wolong, I can't remember. Uh... Give me a minute. I think Clo I mean, Clobril, or however you say Legends, Maze Redfall. Well, Redfall yeah. is going to be in um, May, but yeah. he's saying uh, that there's... Valheim. 
Valheim is on the 14th. Oh, that's March. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's March 3rd is Wolong. 7th is Infinite Season 3. 14th is Valheim. 28th is MLB The Show. And 29th is uh, the Forza Horizon 5 DLC. And Ghostwire is somewhere in there, too. And Ghost, yeah, Ghostwire will be announced the week before it comes out. Yes. Yeah, it'll, it'll be the whole death loop situation, yeah. right? Yeah, it'll so. be the exact same. So so expect them to announce it, and a week later it'll be on the server. It'll be out. Yeah, for some reason I get the inkling that it might even arrive like first week of April or something. So Yeah, because I think Deathloop came out about a week after a year. If that mm. makes sense, they announced it after a year and then a week later it, it launched. Yeah. And I oh, think that was right. to, to buy yeah. enough time yeah. to actually... Because I, I think part of the a lot of these year deals, just in general, no matter who has them, is it's not even so much that like you can't... It's exclusive for a year, like that you can't talk about it on other platforms for like yeah. sometimes for a year right and so a lot of times they'll they'll have stuff being sent to the distributor and they'll wait a week they'll announce it and then yeah they'll, they'll release it a week later so that it's, it, yeah so. so it has a chance to, to get everywhere um because this should have a phys it had a physical playstation release right yeah it'll it, it, yeah it'll so this have, should have a physical release on xbox too i would say that's a guarantee but yeah. everybody's going to, well, not everybody, but like a lot of people are going to be picking up in Game Pass on Xbox. Yeah. And pretty much that, Nintendo's the only one that can pull that with Shadow Dropping and then bringing their physical Metroid Prime release that you find anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those bastards. <laughs> I need one. Because they know those, <laughs> those things are going to sell out. Either scalpers or fam, fans are going to buy it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking to pick one up as like an early birthday present for myself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, and then Thimber in the chat, he says Sifu is coming out in March as well, which is interesting. Is Sifu oh, going to yeah. launch Definitely. on Game Pass? Was that confirmed? I think. Uh, I don't uh, think Game Pass. I didn't but... hear that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out in March. Like, I mean, it's the last day of February, but the, the Destiny expansion's coming out. There's a, there's a lot of launches in March. Yeah, definitely, definitely try, uh, try Sifu. That'd be sick if it came to, uh, yeah. Game Pass, but that's still that's why I don't almost like I can't even take the Game Awards. Like it'd be cool if like an Xbox game gets in there, just like recognition. But I'm like, you put Stray in Game of the Year over Sifu, then lose all credibility. I'm just sorry. I, <laughs> I I know I played two seconds of Stray, but and I played a little bit more of and you know beat a couple bosses in Sifu. But I'm just like the combat that whole thing is so much deeper and i'm I'm just like you can't i don't know <laughs> oh. i just don't understand how that one got in over sifu which was everybody was playing that who had like a you know playstation around that those first couple months right yeah people were playing stray because they were making cat videos with tiktok and showing their cat watching them play <laughs> If you were going to do like a token nomination for a, a smaller kind of game i feel like grounded would have been a much much better fit like it had like the co-op element like the game really grew a lot since its early access i don't know i feel like that would have been more deserving if we were going to do like a nomination of like an indie kind I of game nominated vampire survivors personally yeah well that, that that's outside the window was wasn't it fucking great was it yeah it released in december right vampire no i thought it released earlier than that didn't it huh. i mean it, it was it was on the indie game list I, I knew it was a late release. I want to say even November, maybe. 
Maybe, yeah. Yeah, guys, Kirby. It was November tenth. Because I know it it definitely was nominated for um was it? I thought it was yeah. It was nominated for Best Debut Indie Game. And Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm, interesting. I was like I was like it definitely had at least one nomination at the show. Right, right. Now, I mean I gotta ask guys, I mean, with the games that we just kinda listed off here, I mean, is it looking like uh Game Pass is, you know, like best couple of months so far with like the releases they've had again with like a high on life atomic heart hi-fi rush and again and a i bunch think of you third can go parties. back as far as october personally mm -hmm. because october really started it for me because like i think that that was when both plague tale and uh didn't persona 5 launch in october scorn yep. scorn as well yeah. yes yeah uh and then um we had monster hunter rise uh the other Persona games, Age of Empires, uh, the, the, the GoldenEye. Um, yes, GoldenEye. I forgot about that. Uh, they're, they're pretty consistent this year. I say yes. 2023 is shaping up to be what we expected it to be. And we're, we're only two months in. It's just going to get better. Well, I mean, one can hope. It's looking pretty good so far. I mean... Again, I buy games too, guys. I don't just use Game Pass, but at the same time, I mean, you know, just the convenience of downloading some of these games is pretty awesome. Again, GoldenEye, um, Hi-Fi Rush. I, I, oh yeah, Hi-Fi Rush. We didn't forgot that. <laughs> forgot to say that. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, right? Hi-Fi Rush uh, turned out to be quite My top five games. And, oh. Like Tango's best-rated game ever, for one, also. Yeah, talking about a sh uh, shadow drop. Holy crap! I mean, that one came, literally came out of nowhere. I mean, we were sort of expecting something, but we weren't sure. But damn, that one really, really uh, just surprised everybody. Like, we'll see what happens. Like, you know, closer to the end of the year. I know a lot of people are calling it a game of the year contender or whatnot. But I'll be curious to see how much that sticks. Like, going into like, you know, summer kind of thing. You know. But there's gonna there's I mean that we've already had a lot of really good games drop this year. Mm -hmm. Um like the uh we've had it, uh the Dead Space remake, um My brain Hogwarts. is empty. Hogwarts, yeah. Um uh, basically uh, everything that was delayed from twenty twenty two is gonna make like twenty twenty three like one one of the best years in gaming, I I feel. Like, to me, 2007 is the year to beat, in my opinion. And this mm -hmm. year might just do it if everything falls into place. And not, not just for Xbox. Like, you got Zelda for Nintendo. You got uh, Spider-Man for PlayStation. Yeah. Like, we're all going to have a good time. Um. Well, even with Nintendo, too. Again, we were just talking about Metroid Remaster. Yeah, right? Metroid they just Remaster is insane. Yeah. It's insane. No, it is. One of the greatest games of all time. I, I've played the GameCube version so many times. Like, again, just to reiterate, I was trying to get my hands on the physical copy, and, like, you got scalpers, bloody, you know, for 200 bucks Canadian, uh, wanting, uh, you know, here, here's a single copy. I'm like, well, I hope you polished it, and it's made, the case is made out of gold, because I'm not paying that. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, no, definitely trying to get the physical one. What can I say, guys? I like my physical. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, no, again, that one was a shadow drop, too. Uh, and then this is only, again, the first two months. 
they've been nuts and these are a lot of them are holdovers right so we will see I'm, and you think right like even last year i know like there was a couple of times and during the year i'm like oh you know i just i wish i had something to like play i know like I, I have a backlog so it wasn't really an issue but at the same time it's like the new releases weren't exactly well a lot of them weren't like r exciting in my opinion now we're starting to get into all these games and they're just dropping so close together it's really eating into my time again uh, goldeneye 2 is technically a shadow drop in a lot of ways right within a few days it was on game pass and on the stores or maybe not the store but on rare replay and so on so a lot of nice surprises a lot of nice surprises uh noof buddy you there hmm Noob's quiet, guys. Noob's quiet. Uh, I'm just gonna check the Discord, see if there's anything wrong, huh? Hmm. Not sure. I don't know, Noof. Can you hear me, pal? You wanna send him a DM? I will send him a DM. I will. Because something... Something's not right here. I know Noof definitely wants to chime in on a few things. But, um... I don't know, guys. Like, is there any other games coming up that you can think of that you guys are like really looking forward to? Again, we just had this massive game, Atomic Heart. Like, uh, like uh, Crusader. What's next on your uh, list to play? I mean, what's next on my list to play is Destiny 2 Lightfall. Absolutely. Um, it was probably like in second place for most hype until the end of the season cutscene that dropped last week, and then this um, the the launch trailer that they showed at the uh. Um, the PlayStation State of Play, which was like one of three things I actually enjoyed from that State of Play, but uh, I, my hype level for Lightfall is now equal, not not above, but equal to Starfield, which I didn't think another game was going to have a chance at this year. Um, I am very, very, very excited for Lightfall because the story is like hitting eleven. So, right? speaking of Starfield, because there was some stuff... I was gonna, I was gonna bring it up. I was gonna bring it up. Please do, please um, do. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, or you should know if you're watching this show, but we're supposed to have a Starfield Direct, or whatever you want to call it. I, I, I think it's a developer Direct focused on Starfield, is what they're gonna brand it as. But we're, we know we're supposed to get one. They, they announced that as a way to set up expectations for the last developer direct very good microsoft keep doing that um but it was originally uh kind of teased at by um andy andy over at um vgc mm -hmm. that the starfield uh direct announce the announcement for that direct when it's going to be is imminent and that was uh corroborated by our our good pal jez corden uh, over at Windows Central, love Jazz, uh, and Jazz stated that it should be announced this week. Um, I've heard, and I can't, con I, 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 I have no insider knowledge. I've heard through my talking to some people in DMs that it might be Monday that they announce it. No, this is the announcement for the show when it's going to be held, not that the show is going to be on Monday, right? I've just heard that supposedly it might be like the nine, eight o'clock, nine o'clock announcement tomorrow. If it's not, then it could be it could be later in the week. But I, I've definitely heard this week for for the show being announced. Well, traditionally, I mean, there's always exceptions, but I find that Tuesdays have the biggest announcements of the week. I think we'll see that pattern too. Yeah, uh, they could do that. Um, this Tuesday is supposed to be the. Um, 
or should be the the March drop one Game Pass announcement. I think. Okay. Because it it is the it is the first Tuesday of March, though it's not the first full like week of, so that that could be pushed to the next week. I don't know. They haven't been consistent this year with when those announcements are going to be, mostly because like they've had like showcases and different and different announcements and stuff. Um, but we should be getting the date of the Starfield Direct. And that I I am gonna say no one should expect a shadow drop of Starfield, okay? Of course not. No. Don't don't. I mean, they could, right? It is Microsoft has the potential to do that because Game Pass is a major distribution service for them, right? Like they could launch any game they want into Game Pass and have the like Nintendo with the Metroid Prime remaster have the physical launch later. They could do that. I don't see them doing that, right? I think uh, I think that would make. The, the the there is enough physical collectors on Xbox left that I think it would piss them off, and I would respect that being angry. Um, so I don't think they they would do a shadow drop. Not that they couldn't. Um, and I I really I, I think it'll be a June game personally. Um, I I think the 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 March, the the fan base who believes it's coming out in March should probably brace yourselves not again not that i know anything i just with as much that's already coming out from microsoft in march or like directly or indirectly via game pass deals i wouldn't there, there's nowhere where it slots in nicely so i really don't think it's gonna be in march either right mm-hmm. and then so yeah that that's just me trying to help people set their expectations right i would guess june I would specifically guess as late as June as they physically can launch it while still being in the quarter, quarter two. Um, and it being a weekday. I don't, they're not going to launch it on a weekend. Um, so, but yeah, I think everyone should be excited about that. Um, it, uh, and, and who knows? Who knows what Todd Howard's going to do? Todd Howard's a crazy man. I love Todd Howard. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting where it does slot in. We have been hearing, yeah. like you said, um, you know, we might hear something. I mean, they Microsoft tend to do something, yeah, Monday mornings or even Tuesday mornings. So yeah. I would not be surprised with that. Um, you know, we might, you know, it might be like, oh, you know, next week. So maybe first week of March, we might get a stream or something like that. Yeah. See, I've also heard that they wanted to have the announcement in February, right? So I think the announcement comes at Tuesday, the latest, personally. Um, people are saying, uh, Timber, to answer your question about the, the hiding the physical copies, um, that's really hard to do because retailers fuck it up. Bad. <laughs> right? Um... <laughs> Yep. You'd have to have coordination on a global scale with local retailers at a exceptionally impressive level, right? And I mean, we've had Walmart of Canada has a Twitter account for gaming because of how many things they've accidentally leaked. Um, so, and I mean, then there was games like the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which was like the worst kept secret in gaming, but they tried to hold officially until n7 day the year before they announced it 
and websites kept leaking it. They leaked it with a cover art several times. Um, and I just personally don't see the... Um, I don't see even uh, a first party having the ability to coordinate everything at that level. That's why, that's why I'm like, if they were to shadow drop it, which I don't think they will in the slightest, if they were to, it would be digital only. Now, Abacab saying, you know, what's in April other than Minecraft Legends? I would say, personally, the first week of April, we could see Xbox's version oh. of Tokyo, uh, what's it called, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo? But... Yeah, let, let me let me let me check April. I'm just gonna look at the general releases in April. Minecraft Legends is slotted directly in the middle of April, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. um, Dead Island is on the 21st. Now, again, uh, the last gift of Benedict Fox is on the 27th. Jedi Survivors is on the 28th. Oh, okay. So the if they're gonna do it in April, it would have to be in early April. And again, I just don't know that. Um, I, I genuinely don't know the state of the game, right? Because if they launch it in April, that's what December, January, February, and early April. So we're not going to count April. So that would be January, or that would be December, January, February, March, and a little bit of November. So that's like what five-ish, a five-ish month delay. I mean, that's 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 a fairly good delay. Um, that would be plenty of time to actually get stuff done. That's a, that's another thing. Like if they launched it in March, that's only like uh, like a four-month delay. And I don't, I don't know if that, like, what to expect from that level of delay. It's like when companies delay stuff for like a week. I'm like, yeah, you failed certification, and the whole reason you're delaying it for a week is you need another week to get it out. But like the one month delays, I, I as someone who's been trained in software engineering and stuff like that, I'm just like generally like, like how much are you gonna get done in that month? That that like you needed a only a month delay. That's why like usually they're like three or four. So like even on March one technically would be a would have been like an adequate like a reasonable like just as a concept delay that they're actually that it was actually like meaningful um so i i i, I again i i just i don't see the march as being realistic not impossible just not realistic early april maybe um uh, and and like they do they do technically have a slot for it in the first half of april the second half of april is very busy with uh two game pass releases that are semi-anticipated yeah they're not triple a but they're, they are both anticipated uh, with benedict fox and legends um and like i said they, you got dead island 2 and you've got uh jedi survivor now now granted jedi survivor was delayed recently into there so they may put it may get put up against that by default because like oh well we planned in end of april but i still see june personally that would... I, I still see end of june personally you see, I don't even know, to be honest with you. I mean, I could... I know it would fall back, go against what they've been saying, but it... I don't know. Like we They don't... could delay it further, but they still haven't taken down the stupid support article on the Bethesda website yet that they put up in the first week of January saying the first, it would be in the first half. And so that's where I'm like, okay, we've already gotten mad at them for their support pages this year being unclear. Mm -hmm. You would think that someone would have the brain cells mm -hmm. to change that right if 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 that wasn't still the plan you're, um, you're right but they could just be... because that is bad expectation setting like that I... your official support site still says that and you're not planning that anymore 
Yeah, I mean, that's possible, honestly, um, given some of the things with Xbox support recently, uh, or Bethesda support, I should say. But yeah. that being said, I mean, yeah, you could have a, a turn, and again, we don't know exactly what they're planning for yeah. the second half of the year, right? Like after Right, we, we, we don't know. There's nothing from Xbox First Party that has been stipulated beyond June. Now, granted, I think Forza's going to slip past June, personally. And I think that's fine. I think if they had to have a game slip past June, Forza's probably the like of their trip of the of the big triple A's. Forza's probably the one that would draw the least ire because it hasn't been delayed publicly yeah. yet. You know what I mean? Whereas if, if you delay Redfall and Starfield again, unless they really need it, which if they really need it, then do it. Like I like I'd rather have a good game than not, but you're still gonna get the public ire of like, okay, please set expectations properly. You know what I mean? I mean, if I'm to be um, honest, I don't see Redfall dropping out. Nah. But... Yeah. No. Redfall. Redfall is. Redfall has a date, right? So like, Redfall's not dropping out. But um, if if they had to move one of Forza Motorsport, is it is are they just calling it Forza Motorsport? They're not calling it Seven. It's just Forza Motorsport. Yeah. Okay. Forza oh. Motorsport could like I I really don't think it would draw the level of like. If they had to move that to be like the July or August game, you know what I mean? That I don't know that anyone would be. Hmm. You need, like I don't think you could rally as many angry people behind that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like course, the PlayStation fanboys, they'll they'll yeah, have I, to laugh. Even, well, they'll get through their kicks, but yeah, the game's I don't, I don't gonna pretty well when it comes out. Like these games think, do not miss. I don't even think Xbox fans will be genuinely that mad unless you're a big Forza fan. Yeah. Right, and even then, I don't know that you're going to be that mad because at least there's Forza. Um, we, you, there is more Forza Horizon content coming like right now. You well, know what yeah, I mean? That's like, right. like it, it, it's not like it's the end of the world. It's just a little bit longer for the the new title. Um, but Starfield, I really think, comes at the very last minute in um, in June. Now, Thimber did say something funny in chat. What if it? I, I think it was Thimber. I don't know. What if it launches on April first? That would be hilarious. Um, that would be really funny. I I think I don't know. I think it would be funny, that would but be funny. like you could meme that into what? oblivion. Like, oh man. What uh? What day of the week? Probably is not that? a Saturday. Is that that's a Monday? It's a Saturday, I think. April first. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. It is a Saturday. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah. Sorry, I was looking at April on the calendar, and I saw first at the bottom, but that's mm -hmm. May first is a Monday. I mean, <laughs> if I, I'm just saying, I could envision a scenario where again, Forza Motorsport gets placed somewhere yeah. like late August, September, and possibly again they reserve that sweet time spot yeah. in, of the year uh, for like late October, early to mid November for Starfield. Personally, I. I, I I still see them doing one of the other games that we don't know about coming out then. Or not not, not that we don't know about, that we don't have a date for that hasn't been talked about, like Hellblade or something like it's, that. Hey, that's totally possible. I'm not, again, I'm not saying, it's just, again, they've been kind of mum about yeah. things, so we don't, you know. Well, and have they been mum about things because they want to or because they really wanted to show it off in the Todd Howard style of, like, yeah, the first time you really, really see the game is, is the hands-on, like, 30-minute demo. 
in traditional since Skyrim fashion that they've done with Skyrim, Fallout 4, and Fallout 76. I think that's right? the way to do it now. I, 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 well, I mean, that's just Todd Howard's, like, modus operandi, right? <clears throat> like, he... When he when he's ready for the game to come out, typically it happens right alongside the announcement, but Starfield is this... And Elder Scrolls would be like this, too, but Starfield's such this weird case where they had to like calm down their fans when they announced a multiplayer fallout game so in the same showcase they announced the next two single player experiences with mm -hmm. fallout with a uh, starfield and elder scrolls 6 um and right. so we're in this unique situation where we know about starfield before we should now right? yeah no and, no I, but and that that's that's even true of like like who knows if like like how it would have turned out had Microsoft not bought them and showed it in in 2021 and stuff like that. Um, but I'm just like, yeah, you know, it, it's a lot of games are just kind of like having their entire marketing cycle in three months now. I mean, EA announced the 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 was it Need for Speed whatever the new Need for Speed was. They announced it and released it in two months. Uh, Fallen Order got its first gameplay look like only like three and a half months before it was supposed to come out or jedi survivor not fallen order sorry right and so we're, we're and, and god of war with the same thing happened with god of war we had like no coverage until two months before it came out and then we had like solid coverage for two months you know what i mean and so i'm not games not having coverage is not a non-starter for me for when it's coming out does that make sense like anymore covid changed that whole how how marketing is handled even post covid mm -hmm. um and so i i do think that it's more likely that most games going forward are just gonna have dense marketing cycles right before launch because it I seemed to have worked there, better forza horizon 5 was was announced and shown and launched five months five six yeah, months later right and, yeah. and I, I think you're going to see not necessarily the announcement of it, but like the first gameplay showing and then coming out of most games is going to be a four to three month cycle now because it, it just it's it's proven that like fan it didn't it didn't change anything with fans and it kind of makes marketing easier, cheaper if you do it that way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, this I'm, is Starfield we're talking about, though. Oh, there it you is are. Starfield we're talking about. It is Starfield we're talking about, but like. Think about, like, Fallout 4. That game was announced and launched in six months. Yeah. Like, that that is just, like, kind of how Bethesda, Todd Howard do, right? So condensing it a little bit further, it's not really outside of, like, how he does, how they've already done things. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, Fallout 4 was a, was a, con uh, was yeah. condensed, was a condensed, uh, like, announcement and release cycle of uh, Elder Scrolls 5, which was 11 months. Mm-hmm. Um... And I'm just like, yeah. I mean, yeah, if they announce it, if it's game, if it's if it's a three month lead cycle, like it doesn't seem out of the ordinary for me. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Noof. Like, what are your thoughts, but uh, on this? I know, like, we kind of jumped to a few different things here, but uh, we we got on the topic of like again Starfield. Like, we're thinking it might get a showing here, but uh, like they might make an announcement tomorrow or in the next few days. Um, like, do you think that, I don't know, where do you think this game slots in? Do you think they'll keep to, like, within June, or do you think that could be postponed? 
No, I think it's I think it's going to follow on the heels shortly after Redfall. I mean, I think definitely we might see something. We'll hear something very, very soon. And I think it'll probably come... Uh, if the game doesn't get released in and around E3 week, E3 week, essentially, I definitely think we'll get the actual release date uh, that week for sure. I mean, that's still a few months out, but uh, it's got to come soon. I don't think they want to shove it to the end of the year. I really think they'll want to get... Uh, this game in the hands of other people plus they may have a few surprise announcements for us as they head into that particular week so it's you know it's it's got to be just around the corner i mean even last year they said this game was virtually done and they were polishing so i mean how much polish do you need to put on it i mean so it's it's got to come out here soon they got to keep fans invested right now i mean i think they're watching the numbers uh slide a little bit i know microsoft's been very preoccupied right now with the abk stuff but it definitely needs to drop soon. I think a summer would be perfect for a game like this. It would give fans a few months to kind of, uh, especially in the usually in the summer lull, to have a fantastically big game. I mean, I guess if for a lot of reasons or a lot of uh, you know uh, ways you'd think it would be the fall. But you know, Xbox marketing is not as traditional as it used to be, especially because everything now revolves around Game Pass and as uh, their studios start wrapping up completion on a lot of games, they're going to want a pretty steady release window regardless of the the hype surrounding each title. But they do want to give everything a little bit of a chance to breathe. You know, like you've got, you don't want to overlap too many things because a game like Starfield is going to require a massive amount of marketing. And that means, you know, they, they need to have a lead up and a build up going into Game Pass so that it gives people lots of time to, to you know, uh, counter coffers, uh, you know, build up some hype, get a little bit of uh, pre-advertising going for it. Perhaps, you know, even even their, their game consoles. Um, who knows? I mean, maybe, you know, the Series S or the Series X uh, may have some kind of promotional content wrapped around um, you know, uh, th this particular game or perhaps even uh, a special console build or something like that. We don't, we haven't seen that in a while, but I think Starfield is big enough to warrant uh, having its own, you know, uh, console or special edition and things like that. So I'm sure a lot of that's going to play a, a factor. I definitely think we're going to hear something soon. Wouldn't be surprised in the next couple of weeks. And uh, for sure, like I said, it, it, if it's going to come out, it, it'll be just shortly um following the e3 but i suspect uh, we'll get it very very soon mm -hmm. no no hey i love your thoughts on that pal uh new before we move on to another topic though i know we kind of sure. missed you there in the uh atomic heart like our like little opinions and uh, sure, yeah. impressions um like did you have any, do you have any interest in this game have you been playing it at all or is it just something yeah, i'm totally interested in the game it's definitely a game that i will pick up at some point in time but uh right now i'm just i've been busy with other games the backlog is real we all know how that goes uh i love the art style i i love these uh this almost like blend between futuristic and old school um yeah. idea that definitely gives off that bioshock infinite sort of vibe uh but you know has um like i said just fantastic um character models really wonderful like sort of enemy and uh you know uh, uh designs and stuff like that i think it's fantastic so yeah definitely interested i don't again i don't have game pass so i can't uh can't jump in on that i'll just have to pick up a copy when i get around to it but again just so many other games right now and it's the kind of game that when i'm ready to sink my teeth into um 
you know, it'll, I'll have to clear off the plate, so to speak. So, but it definitely looks really good. Hearing lots of good things about it. Very disappointed though that it hasn't been fully optimized and it has mm -hmm. uh, a few issues running um, as well as it should, especially on Series X consoles. You know, this is becoming sort of a trend lately. It's a kind of a disturbing trend, and I'm not sure the reasoning behind it, but there is no excuse for. Um, for Series X uh, versions of games to be certainly running uh, or dropping any frames compared to the PlayStation 5 counterpart, especially when essentially your marketing is mostly behind games like this through Game Pass or however it is. So um, they start uh, to remedy this pretty soon. Like I said, at some point you cut, you can't keep going. Well, uh, it's not about the tools. You know, we're almost three years into the gen here, so. Um, you know, not not buying all that anymore. These guys need to pick up their their game and have these games optimized and running as best they can on, on Series X consoles and obviously a low resolution or whatever on perhaps on the S. But they're more than capable of running this stuff. And now it's just time to put up or shut up. And looks like a really good game though. I'm happy that people are enjoying it. Uh, it's another bonus and another feather in the cap for Game Pass subscribers. Yeah, Nuva, again, I highly recommend it. Uh, I have been playing it on Game Pass, but I do have I have the limited edition uh, version of the game coming in through mail soon. I, I, nice. I should be having it. What comes I, with that? Uh, it comes with an art book. I, I love art books with games. Um, it also comes with the physical edition of the game, uh, which is always nice because a lot of like limited or collector's editions don't come with physical editions. This one does, which is, again, awesome. And, you know, just some other trinkets, too, like uh, some posters and that kind of stuff. It, was, it wasn't too bad of a price, either. So, I think it was, mm -hmm. like, 130 Canadian or something for everything. So, which, hey, not too bad. Oh, not yeah, too bad. us and our, uh, our massive Canadian pricing, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, me, and uh, General MLD know that too well. So, um... <laughs> yeah, Mag was talking about the PlayStation VR this morning. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it was eight, it's 820 for the Horizon bundle. I paid 860 <laughs> taxes all in. I think his comes to well over 900. That's crazy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes, Thimber in the chat. I did buy that edition. Yeah, you know, it's a simple bundle, but I like it. It looked pretty cool to me. I thought I would invest in it. So I pre-ordered that, which, again, it's in the mail soon. And I also pre-ordered uh, Warhammer uh, Space Marine 2, the uh, collector's edition for that. So with the big statue. Did you statue. get the big statue with that? Yes, I did. Oh, man. That looks so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not even a Space Marine guy. I'm, I, I I like other factions personally, but I just thought it looked, it looked like a cool uh, statue. So, eh, whatever. Again, I'm a Warhammer guy, but uh, no no, no release look, date. Look at this bartender guy on the screen. Kind of reminds you of like sort of like a low-budget C-3PO or something. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, he's cool. Yeah, he's a, he's a jackass, to be honest, but um, he's kind of funny. Uh, but the animations, the animations in this ga game is really good. Um, I know some people have been har uh, harping on the robots, uh, the animations, but they act like robots, a lot of them, right? Some of them are earlier models, some of them do simple tasks, some of them, some of them are purposely janky, so I just, I don't know, it's just the one thing I saw floating around, uh, the internet there, I was like, ah, come on guys, cut them some slack. Um, but yeah, guys, any other comments before we, uh, move on? Yes, no? All right, all right, we'll move on to our next topic. But uh, guys in the chat, hey, I appreciate you being here and everyone tuning in. If uh, you haven't done so already, smash that like button and share this out. I want more people here joining on the conversation and everybody in the chat, hey, 
Great to see you as always. I see fun speculations here. Mav buddy, what's up? I know Mike NLG Gaming was here. And uh, hey, Thimber buddy, I've been calling you out all night. Great to see you. And so many more, guys. You are awesome. Dreadpool and so on. But so many more to name. A lot, a lot of regulars. And some new faces too. But with that said, guys, moving on to some other bits of news. And we have more updates regarding the Microsoft EU hearings from the purchase of Activision or about the purchase of Activision, uh, there was a couple of announcements made by Microsoft that could help them win over the court's approval there with the EU. Uh, one being Microsoft pr uh, promising to bring Call of Duty games to Nintendo platforms with a 10-year deal, of which, again, uh, promises to bring full feature and content parity on the same day as Xbox, should their bio be approved, which... Again, I'll be honest, that's going to be interesting <laughs> with the tech there. Uh, Shockley, bud, I'll uh, hit you up first with this one. Obviously, Microsoft and Nintendo have gotten closer over the years, and it seems like Nintendo is giving a green light to the deal. However, do you think that they'll be able to achieve content parity with the current Nintendo Switch hardware? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure... How are we gonna do that? Um, other than like streaming, um, um, or you know, obviously it's a ten-year deal, so they probably already know. Um, you know, obviously there's probably something in the works uh, for Nintendo. At least you've heard it every year. When's this next model of Switch coming? Other than we you know we think it's coming, and then it's find out it's the OLED model. But eventually, it's gonna have to happen, um, just so they can keep up. In that way, they can also continue to get more uh, third-party support. Um, they don't want to just have the, – because they've been getting, you know, version, Switch versions of a lot of these uh, games from the past gen when they were kind of equal footing somewhat with the uh, original PS4 and Xbox One. But now that's starting to kind of slip out where they're not getting some of those games. Um, so eventually I think they have one coming into works, and at least over this next 10 years, there's going to be some type of parody that – you know, they didn't say which, you know, Call of Duty is going to be, but obviously they said they want to bring Call of Duty to the Switch, so we'll see when that happens. So, um, obviously, it's a 10-year deal, so playing the long game there. Um, but, yeah, I think Jeff Keighley mentioned, like, well, what about the price? But I don't think price is going to be – it probably will be parity across the board because you are – Nintendo themselves is selling, you know, the sequel to Breath of the Wild – or Breath of the Wild 2 for 70 bucks, apparently, even though, I mean, I don't think it's going to look much different or much better than the first one. So it's like, why are you charging $70 for, mind you, a downgraded Wii U game, at least from what they first showed us off in 2014 for Zelda. So if, if they can charge 70 for that, then I'm sure, um, you know, because you're going to probably still, even if a Switch version, you're still probably going to see a more higher end looking game than, you know, visually, um, than probably Breath of the Wild's artistic, um, you know, what they're going for. So, I, yeah, I don't think that'll be an issue as far as the uh, parody. But, yeah, it would have to be probably on the next Switch model, would be my guess. Mm -hmm. Well, either that or what Crusader said too, the cloud would have yeah. to be a, play a big role, I would say. Yeah, they could do that for now. I'm sure they'll probably do the same thing that, uh, you know, trying to get, I think, what, uh, Flight Simulator is on Xbox One, but you have to, like, stream it. 
Um, yeah. Or th- there's already Switch games that are doing that, like Control. Yep. So yeah. Yeah, I was about to I'm say. Sure it'll make better. Kingdom Hearts is uh, what's called only. And uh, people are already uh, doing that on their cell phones, right? Or I'm not sure. Warzone's on mobile, but I don't know if it's running off directly a version of it on the phone, or are they streaming? No, it's I a, I, it's a, I don't know if it's even compatible. I think it's literally called Warzone Mobile, and it's a separate game. Oh, okay. I know Call I of Duty Mobile is a completely separate game. Oh, okay. But man, it has to be on the next hardware. I literally tried to play Fall Guys on Switch, and it's absolutely unplayable. So, um, it's the frames are shit and the connections shit. So, I mean, they got to really improve. Maybe that's part of the deal too. Maybe they'll like, Hey, we're going to bring call of duty over here. We're going to, and people are already saying this, you know, Microsoft's going to have them probably go into some Xbox live account stuff, but they really need to help um, <laughs> Nintendo out. Cause like you, like people trying to like, uh, you know, like, Oh, we'll play GoldenEye on the switch. And then you saw people play it, and it's just like, that is absolutely dog shit. <laughs> like, it's terrible. You might as well play on the N64 with the actual, you know, frame drops. The connection is just, it's still in 2023. I don't understand how they can't make a capable live service that consoles had back in the sixth generation. I don't, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. But. Other than Rocket League on the Switch, that plays fine, but some of these other games are kind of shit <laughs> online there. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind if Xbox or Microsoft got involved. I don't know if Call of Duty's... <laughs> maybe the single player works out, but with the amount of people that are playing probably on, like, one map or one deathmatch, I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> at least at least uh, Rocket League's only, like, usually three-on-three three or maybe four-on-four. So there's not many players in the arena. So maybe that's why I have a smooth experience on that one. Um, but, yeah, we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. Now, Noof Buddy, uh, obviously this whole back and forth with the uh, Activision buyout by Microsoft, it's, you know, it's a little draining, right? And, you know, we purposely don't cover, like, a lot of, like, the smaller stuff because, you know, what what's yeah. the point, right? But, again, there has been a couple of things over the past couple of weeks that have been pretty noteworthy, including this, right? Um, because, again, you got Nintendo and Microsoft. Uh, I mean, they've been playing nice for at least the f- past few years now, mm-hmm. and they've been getting chummier. Obviously, you saw GoldenEye, uh, you know, they've worked something out there. And there's been a few other things as well. Um, I don't know. What do you make of all this? Uh, what do you think of uh, Xbox, like, offering a 10-year deal to uh, Nintendo if if they were to get approved for this for Call of Duty? I mean, is it even feasible on the Switch, really? Well, first off, let me say it's refreshing to see a lady. Uh, I forget her actual name. Is it Lily, Lulu, something like that? The lady, oh, the, the, the CCO? The CCO, yeah. Of uh, over at Activision Blizzard, you know, coming into the fold and and, and just kind of setting the record straight and putting some of these media people on notice that uh, you know you just can't go out and slander and come up with your own stories that certainly aren't accurate. So that that's a good thing, you know. Go for the juggler, put them in their place because it's been uh, far too long and we see this all the time. There's so much uh, negative energy and bias, especially against Xbox and. 
you know, the, the problem is a lot of these people that are, you know, opposing this deal need to certainly separate the fact uh, they got to start separating the Microsoft, the billion dollar or trillion dollar company from Xbox, the gaming division, essentially, because, you know, this is a deal that is largely to benefit the Xbox gaming division uh, where they want to head. And if you look at the statistics, you certainly look at the sales figures. Look, they don't lie. Uh, you know, Xbox has always held its own per se, but they are certainly a very distant uh, second or third, <laughs> depending on which market you're in. Uh, to the other, you know, uh, companies. And the fact they just kind of leave Nintendo out of this equation is pretty funny, to be honest with you. But speaking of Nintendo, uh, it's a phenomenal deal for both companies. I mean, first of all, Nintendo's got a great foothold, certainly in the Eastern uh, Hemisphere, places like Japan and uh, other countries like that, where the Switch is just absolutely just dominant right now. And it's dominant because it, and again, it's that, uh, you know, it's that really easy easy function you know well nintendo's a notorious name for one but it's also on a platform that just it resonates with you know their culture and they like portable devices but at the end of the day and i said this this morning at good morning xbox this deal is far more than call of duty like call of duty is just one of the marketing tools in the whole scenario we all know that the the, the key here and the, and the large factor is king and uh the mobile side of things look everybody on the planet pretty much has a cell phone and uh, xbox in order to bring a lot of these call of duty games especially to the current model of switch is most likely going to come in the form of a cloud version and uh, because if you look at some of the recent releases on switch some of the more graphically intensive stuff they managed to get like um was it a plague's tale uh, rec room r running on the switch but mm -hmm. it's through a cloud version same thing with i think one of the uh, some of the resident evil games or a few other different ones that recently came out they have cloud versions of those games so again independent on a, on a server and a connection but either which way uh the fact that you still get to play them on that platform is a huge bonus so i think uh, that's where they're heading it's a huge boom it's obviously a big bonus for nintendo uh, for the switch and people will say well the switch has survived all this time without call of duty sure it has but can you also imagine how many more people would have bought in the switch or how much more invested people would be in the nintendo online if they had something on call of duty on that platform i mean obviously fortnite is doing fairly well over on the switch as well as games like minecraft so call of duty yes we we can't phantom it because we think about the tech specs and stuff to run it but again if they're going with cloud that's kind of irrelevant at this point it's not my preferred way to play but you know what a lot of people out there now uh, as long as you got good internet and stuff like that, they'd certainly be willing to give it a go. And we don't know as well. Like I would assume at this point, there's got to be some new Nintendo hardware just around the corner uh, that they're getting ready to uh, pretty much launch on us here. Uh, I suspect it will be a successor to the Switch, a Switch 2, or some variant. I don't think they're going to want to stray too far away from the formula that's certainly been their bread and butter now for the last, you know, about six years or yeah. something like that. So uh, it'll be a more upgraded version, obviously a more powerful CPU. You know, w w the question now remains, is when Nintendo moves forward, the backwards compatibility, will they go with cartridges uh, or the, the SD card or whatever you want to call these damn things these days? Uh, you know, obviously I think they're going to have to have at least that in their console because they're not going to want to just toss you know a hundred and plus million you're gonna switch piss a lot of off to the off. cold <laughs> pissed out piss a lot of people off people got a lot of money invested in their switch uh, hardware and stuff you know so uh it's a, it's a good deal i think for both it's a massive marketing boom for both you know that uh, you know eventually xbox can say you know our game is on the switch and 
at some point we don't know i mean we're out there obviously would love to get a variant of game pass on the switch at some point in time and even though maybe it's not you know of fruition now that doesn't mean that nintendo won't come around eventually you know on at the end of the day like i said nintendo is that weird anomaly in the whole industry like they they just seem to to strike gold you know the same the same things that they do is stuff that xbox and sony notoriously don't do so well and it, it's just really funny they get some, kind of got their own little place they've carved their own niche in the industry uh a, a big niche at that you know when you're over 120 plus million and again they're striving over there but it's all about that cell phone market it's about getting those games uh under their belt this you know, like stuff from the Candy Crush and stuff like that. You know, when people are out and about and they're stopping at the mall and they're waiting for their wives or their kids. I mean, what are people on their phones, right? And uh, I saw this just just the other day as I'm waiting for my wife. It's like some old guy is sitting down and he's playing, I think he's playing like Candy Crush or he's playing something. I could, I could see he was playing a mobile game, like nothing complex. But this is the thing and it's all about getting those those ads and stuff in front of people's faces so they know that xbox exists and uh you know all all in total that's the more eyes on the prize the better that's good for games like starfield it's good for game pass numbers and uh announcing your subscriptions and everything else so i think it's good um you know it's, it's a step in the right direction that xbox knows in order to uh you know they're not going to win in the console game, but they can certainly uh, get lots of users and engagement, and that's what their things are all about right now. Mm-hmm. No, well said, my friend. Well said. And yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of speculation about Nintendo releasing new hardware um, over the past few years. Um, yeah, I could see them doing like what you were talking about too. They have to stay true to the Switch in some form obviously like a, just have a beefier switch i think that's just what a lot of people want right because uh even running some games like the witcher and whatnot um or doom it's like <laughs> you could tell that it's struggling in the, a lot of spots just you know it's amazing that they're able to uh put these games on there but man it's uh, it's a struggle it's a struggle with how it currently is so hopefully maybe in the next year or two we uh, see something from them uh, because trying to compete uh, with these uh, newer consoles, the more current-gen uh, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series consoles, is uh, definitely weighing down uh, graphically. Uh, General MLD, buddy, I mean, I know you want to weigh in here a bit as well with, uh, you know, obviously we have updates to these EU hearings here. Uh, we got Nintendo making this Call of Duty deal, or Microsoft offering it to Nintendo a 10-year deal. Uh, what's your thoughts on it? I think it's it's good news. Um, I also think it's pretty much win-winning uh, because Xbox will they get more money, they get the deal approved. Like Xbox will have their you know their fingers in pies all over gaming, and now it's going to be Nintendo. Uh, it, it's also good because I, I, I'm picturing like maybe not just uh, Call of Duties that have yet to come out. I mean, they could in theory port everything over. Of course, I do agree with uh, the other comments. It would have to be cloud only for the Switch. And um, hopefully if the next Nintendo console is, you know, good enough spec-wise, you can put the games nat natively or at least with minimum downgrades. So I think that's a really good step. Like when Xbox says bring games to more players than ever, than ever this is pretty much uh, proving that. So Nintendo has a very big uh, uh, console base. And putting Call of Duty on that, that's, hey, that very much is the statement there. So that's good. 
Now, I, I personally think the CMA and the and the EU, uh, they'll think that that stuff is nice. But uh, we all know, I, I think they have more they have more of a fixation on PlayStation versus Xbox. Uh, they don't. They seem to view Nintendo differently. So while it is nice, it helps. I do think the Nvidia thing is more um, is more substantial. Yes, please go into that. Yes, because um, not only is it all about Call of Duty this, Call of Duty that, um, the CMA or EU, I forgot which one. They mentioned the Warcraft, but especially cloud, and clouds, uh, X Cloud's monopoly on on the cloud market, and you know, like you know, you have GeForce. Um, I think is because Activision Blizzard they took games off that uh, not too long ago, and then you got Stadia they they just shut down. Amazon has Luna, but that's like in the background. No, no one really talks about it. So this is actually a pretty good thing, in that yeah they said ten year contract, all games Activision Blizzard games. Uh, I think it extends to even other Xbox games. They can all be on GeForce now like going forward should the deal close and that is that's excellent news that i think in that in my opinion solves the x cloud uh concerns because if any rival company can simply license out the games to, on their service that that right there takes away any concerns of using these ips exclusively to grow and increase the x cloud monopoly uh, so to speak right now and those who do want to use it, they'll have to pay license fees. So Xbox makes even more money. Like it, it, it's win-win. I, I love it. It's so it's so clever. Like again, just like just like Nintendo. Like this is another platform you are expanding Xbox to. The Xbox brand is reaching further than it ever has before, and it will also help them get this acquisition over the edge, which is the end goal. So. Yeah, it's overall pretty positive that you know they're making these concessions, which I think every Xbox fan can get behind. Like, no Xbox, uh, well, we don't really care if Nintendo gets Call of Duty. Like, 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 who cares, right? The more the merrier here. And GeForce Now, that that's a PC thing. We we already share our games with PC. Like, we put our games on Steam day one, so this doesn't mean anything to us either. So it just it's just good business in my opinion. Now I just hope that these that these remedies are enough for, for the CMA. I think there might be enough uh, for the EU. It's just the CMA that I still feel is the is the tough nut to crack. And I I know that there it's rarely been ha done where behavioral only remedies have been accepted by the CMA. I'm hoping this can be that exception. Because they still seem focused on Call of Duty more than anything. And if they can simply just promise through a behavioral remedy that it will stay on PlayStation. And not only that, it's going to go to GeForce to prevent xCloud Monopoly. It's going to go on Nintendo to you know expand Xbox's reach and, and their philosophy of bringing more games to more people. I hope that will be enough. But we'll find out soon enough. And uh, yeah, I, I wonder if Xbox will have to do anything else. But I think these two concessions with Nintendo and uh, NVIDIA are pretty substantial. And I, I I hope it's enough. But we'll find out soon enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, we shall see. We shall see on that front. Now, Crusader, I know you've been idly waiting to uh, chime in here. I mean, what are your thoughts on these matters? Um, 
the Nvidia deal is way, 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 way more important than the Nintendo one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's not even close. Um, the uh, the fact that that deal is only even partially contingent on the Activision Blizzard deal, because whether the Activision Blizzard deal goes through or not. Xbox games are going to Nvidia uh, to Nvidia service, right? And games don't go on GeForce now like they go on Game Pass. You still have to own the game to use it on GeForce now. GeForce now just gives you access to games that you own on Steam and the Epic Game Store. And soon it's going to include um the Microsoft Store. That that was actually another part of this. The Microsoft Store itself is going to be a supported uh, storefront for GeForce Now. But you have to own the games in order to actually use them on GeForce Now. So this doesn't actually really change anything for Microsoft, right? They, it just means that people that buy their game on Steam or on the Microsoft Store or on the Epic Storefront, because there are some Bethesda games on the Epic Storefront, but people who buy those games can now use them on a cloud service or natively. Like, it doesn't really change anything structurally for Microsoft. For I'm actually shocked Microsoft wasn't already on GeForce now because it is not a direct competitor. I mean, it is a competitor to, but not a direct competitor to Xbox Cloud Gaming because Xbox Cloud Gaming currently is just a subscription service that you can use in the cloud, right? Like, eventually it's going to come where you can play your own games in the cloud if you have the subscription, but that, that we're not there yet. We were supposed to have that last year. I don't know what what's the hold up with that. But it, it isn't a a true direct competitor. And GeForce Now is also supposed to be scalable and move towards like the exceptionally high end. So it, it is it is just a it is it's a it's a different service. Um and the fact that Microsoft was just like, yeah, we're going to go to we're gonna bring our stuff to GeForce now either way, but we're also going to bring Call of Duty and that stuff to it if the deal goes through that that's the big thing because microsoft is showing that oh you're upset that we're not working with cloud competitors well we'll just we're going to work with the cloud competitor regardless of uh, of whether this deal goes through or not right because part of that deal is not contingent on the activision blizzard stuff only activision blizzard is and it, it does show that hey we're willing to work with the other cloud companies because it's a it's a new frontier for all of us and it's it's not it's 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 not quite the same and the the deal with cuz like each of the deals targeted two specific complaints that um that have been brought up that microsoft has too much power in the in clouds cloud slash subscription mm-hmm. and that microsoft could potentially have too much power in the console space right so nintendo is supposed to be the answer to the console space playstation would have been a better answer but they won't negotiate at this point and NVIDIA was the answer to the cloud space. I'll be interested to see if we hear something about Amazon Luna in, in the coming weeks, if Microsoft strikes a deal with Amazon to put games on Luna. Um, again, it, what, what does it matter? Just The thing about Luna is, though, I, I don't know how games run on Luna. Um, I don't know if, they're, uh, if Luna is Linux-based or if it's Windows server-based. If it's Windows server-based, you shouldn't even really need to, quote, port games with my... Uh, Games that run on Windows should just work in Luna, um, so like they, they should only need some like minor tweaking on the back end. Right. But it because Stadia was Linux based, right? And you actually had to develop a native Stadia app 
like as a company, you had to develop another version of the game. Hmm. I don't know with Luna if you need to. With GeForce now, you definitely don't need to. You just have to give them permission that they can essentially distribute the game, right? Because it's basically that that game is going to be installed onto a NVIDIA device in the cloud, right? And that's why that's why there's a licensing process because they have to be able to install the game and, and allow users to access it. Um, but that NVIDIA deal is just kind of a win-win for both NVIDIA and Microsoft. NVIDIA was very smart to oppose the deal to start. Very smart. Because this is a big deal for them. Getting all of these games onto their service is a big deal for them. And it, Microsoft doesn't really lose anything by doing it. I, and like that's why I said I'm shocked they hadn't already. Because again, it's not like Nvidia just hands out the games. Like it's not like it's it's not like it's PS Plus Premium or Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, right? It is. You have to own the game, but if you own it, you can use it on it. And I, I, it just shocks me that they they didn't see the the business synergy with how they already operate on Steam to do that. But hey you know they're doing it now and it's really smart for both of them and the video went from yeah we have concerns about the deal to we fully back the deal <laughs> um and it, you really know that Nvidia is really kind of all in on backing the deal now because they actually referenced the Nintendo deal within their own announcement about <laughs> their about their own deal with Microsoft right uh it was like Microsoft and them drafted that together for maximum uh, effect um, and the other big news, this wasn't covered as much, and I'm not sure why, but there's a coalition of, um, uh, there's a coalition of developers in Europe. I have to look up the name. I don't remember it. They represent something like 4,000 development studios and 40,000 developers in Europe, and... They fully came out and backed the deal as well. Hmm. Oh yeah, um, I, yeah, I did see. Yeah, I did see. Uh, I'm that. trying to find the reference to it. That was also a really big deal. Um. But I can't find the name of that organization right now. The, e the EGDF is what they are called. The European Game Development Federation. It's 2,000 small to medium-sized game makers and 40, 000, representing 40,000 employees. Ooh, that's a lot. Damn. Has come out and, and backed the deal. As well as uh, the equivalent of the C the global... So everyone knows what the CMA is, the, the Communication Workers of America, who has publicly backed the deal before. Uh the CMA is a partner union of a larger global organization. That's a it's a global union, that that like multiple unions are like member unions of. I can't remember what it's called, but that entire global like union partnership came out and backed the deal. Uh, this like the either the day of or the day before the uh the European Commission hearing. So there are a lot of global parties coming out in public support of uh the transaction um in in recent days and again nvidia is a pretty big one because we, we know nvidia google and um sony have raised concerns with uh the deal whether or not google google hasn't been very vocal about it all and whether or not anyone's even taking them seriously is up to debate because they don't do anything in games anymore 
Um, not really, at least, except sell them on the Google Play Store. But you have more companies starting to even come on, you know, their side. Like, yeah. look at Take Two, for example. Well, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. That, that's what I, that's what I'm that's what I'm getting to. It, it's it's basically that the only two major companies that actually had a stake in anything that have been publicly against it were Nvidia and Sony, and Nvidia has completely changed their mind because um because of the uh. The deal. I also wouldn't be shocked to hear that Microsoft is going to support the Epic Game Store on PC in the next couple of days if they could get Epic on their side with the, uh, um, oh yeah, with with endorsing them. Because again, that doesn't change anything. The games are already on Steam and the Windows Store, right? Like they're already on Microsoft's first-party PC store, and they're on the like the third-party store, right? And there's a bunch of Bethesda games already on the Epic Game Store, so it doesn't really change anything so what does it matter you know what i mean and it's not like microsoft can't afford to support the the small store with with how they do updates and everything they're fucking microsoft like if it means getting the billion dollar deal going they'll almost certainly be glad to to be like yeah epic we'll put, we, we're not going to do any exclusivity with you at all on your storefront but like we'll absolutely put stuff on your storefront you know what i mean like it, it it's because, I mean, that would be big for Epic, getting, like, Call of Duty and stuff on their storefront. Um, yeah. But it was really interesting that NVIDIA announced that, like, during that conference. Um, I almost feel like that deal was penned that weekend. Um, mm -hmm. Otherwise, because, like, Microsoft has announced things before those things and then reiterated them at, at these kind of hearings before. But it was really interesting to hear that NVIDIA's was announced like during the, those proceeds. Like, like it was almost certainly a spur of the moment. Cause like with the FTC and stuff that they, they, they made all kinds of announcements like two days before the FCC lawsuit or like the, they, they started the, the, the legal proceedings. You know what I mean? So, it was very interesting to see that, oh my god, they, like, announced this during the, the thing. I wonder when they actually penned this. Mm. And, like, again, NVIDIA's got to be happy. I would be happy. You know what I mean? And Microsoft's, Microsoft's got to be happy. This means more games are going to be sold on PC, you know? Mm. Darn. So, I... I'm more optimistic now than I was before. Though, also, they obviously don't want to... They're, they're obviously not going to... Uh, we were talking about last week with the concessions that yeah. they're 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 not going to um drop call of duty because I, I had said before it's all it's all about like the weights and like the difficulty of doing everything that it, it's really going to depend on what microsoft wants to do uh we know the answer now they don't want to do it they said that uh in the um brad smith said that in the uh in that like interview with the press that uh they are they are not looking to divest anything that it would be too complicated, mm -hmm. and that 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 is something I said the other night. That like, yeah, they could divest these things, and this was what it could look like. But it would also be very hard to do this. And they, Brad Smith said they're not interested in doing it because it would be very hard to do, and that you know that that just makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it probably will be an all or nothing. Though I will, if if someone moves to block, I'd be interested to see if it actually remains an all or nothing. Well, does that make sense? I'd be very interested to see how that that plays out. So, okay, I mean, who's the big proponents then? So we got Sony. I think there's a Chinese publisher, but I don't think it's Tencent. There, 
There Google. was an unnamed. There were two unnamed Chinese publishers who raised concerns. Tencent has backed the deal, uh, as far as I'm aware. Tencent has, has 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 backed the deal, uh, and it looks like it's going to pass in China based on uh, lawyers from the region talking to the press. Right. Um, which isn't really a shock. It's not, they're not nearly as big in that market. In fact, they just lost, they just broke up with, uh, was it NetEase? Oh, yeah. Was that a partner? I mean, I think it was NetEase, right? Yeah, wasn't there something with Overwatch as well? Uh, uh, so, like, all of the games got turned off. All of Blizzard's games got turned off in China. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it. Um, and NetEase, who has been, I think, again, I think it's NetEase. If it's not, someone correct me. But I'm going to use NetEase until I'm corrected. At the NetEase office, they actually tore down the World of Warcraft statue that was in front of their stat in front of their office for five years. Oh, I like didn't like know that. the 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 breakup between NetEase and Blizzard was not a like cordial one. Damn. So it, it looks like that's going to end up passing in China as well. Um. Mm -hmm. And some people might be asking, why does China still have a say in it, even if like the there's no publishing arm? They actually do own a studio in Shanghai, Activision Shanghai. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that that's why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I mean, I I must have overlooked that as well that there's a uh, a studio there, but they got like yeah. studio Activision studios everywhere. I believe there's also a a, a Blizzard Hong Kong. Yeah, that would make sense. I have to look more into it, but that would yeah. make a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, guys, any other comments on this? I mean, I know we could go on and on and on, but uh, you know, there's always news. I mean, tomorrow there'll probably be something dropping. I know we're awaiting some Starfield stuff, but uh, you know, I think uh, you know, with regards to this whole uh, you know Activision thing, you know, we're starting to see some you know some more interesting news drop for it, and. Uh, Hopefully, you know, in the coming weeks, we just get some more certainty because it's just dragging on and on and on. I'm just, you know, again, like everybody else, I'm just kind of tired. But at the same time, it's it's nice to get some more significant news as well. Um, but you know what, guys? I think on that note, that about does it for tonight's show. And uh, guys, we had a really nice chat uh, talking about Atomic Heart plus... You know, a variety of news circulating about Microsoft, EU hearings, different partnerships, the galore that was announced, and even some uh, deep diving about, you know, the rumored uh, Starfield uh, announcement. You know, that should be, you know, I'm uh, going to be interesting to see what the next couple of days brings. But uh, yeah, of course, it was awesome seeing all the cool people in the chat tonight. Man, <laughs> again, I say this all the time, but you guys really do rock. And if you enjoyed tonight's show, then please kindly leave a like, share this out, and sub to the channel if you're a new face around here. But with that said, moving over to the outros. Uh, Noof, buddy, again, it was great having you on again tonight, sharing with us your uh, insightful thoughts. You're always the very insightful showman wherever you go. Uh, where can everybody follow you at, brother? Nah, I'm just the old stubborn gamer. That hasn't changed. Still the same on Well, thanks for having me on, man. And I do apologize about the first half of the show. I don't know what happened there. But uh, but anyway, uh, glad I could chime in when I could. It was uh, always a fun time on TXR. And uh, appreciate the invite. So to everybody in the chat and, of course, to the panel again, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, have yourself a great night. And we'll catch you in the near future. And if you want to catch up with me and 
more what I normally have to chat about. I don't do gaming after dark on Tuesdays anymore, for those who didn't know or whatever, but I do have a nice little podcast on Sunday morning. You often show up in the chat, Invader. Thank you for that. Um, Sunday mornings, good morning, Xbox, 9 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Mountain Time. Yeah, it's a bit of an early one, but it's a great way to wake up uh, in your morning, grab a cup of coffee, and dive into all the latest and greatest uh, Xbox news and all the rest of that conundrum. So it's good stuff. This morning we had a good show. We had uh, the middle-aged game guy and Titan Drago on, so it felt like a little bit of a gaming after dark reunion, so to speak. Good times indeed. So, But that's about it for me. Thanks again for having me, and we'll see you in the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and uh, I caught a bit of that earlier uh, this morning. Guys, if you haven't, uh, definitely check out uh, you know, Noof's Morning Show. It is a real highlight to start off any morning. You know, Grab a coffee, tea, whatever it is, and uh, just listen to it. Great panel there. A uh, variety of uh, different opinions, and yeah, you know, you get a laugh or two out of it. <laughs> Always entertaining. Uh, I, I certainly try and, uh, you know, even when I'm at work, try and dive into that. But again, thank you, Noof. It was great. We will definitely have you on again sometime soon in the near future. Moving on to outros, starting off with Eric Shockley. Buddy, hey, loved your thoughts and opinions tonight. Uh, where can all these fine people follow you? Yeah, as always, you can find me on. Uh... At Shock Nero on Twitter, Easy Shock on Xbox Live. But yeah, good show tonight. It is, uh, I, honestly, I don't see what's stopping them through this uh, uh, deal. Did want to mention that just like now you got NVIDIA, NVIDIA, one of the backers that was against it, and who else? Everyone's for it at this point, except Sony. I feel like it's in the bag at this point, but everybody had a good night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Uh, again, NVIDIA, like Crusader said earlier, it's a big piece. It's a big piece. That was some big news that dropped uh, along with the Nintendo news. And no, we'll see, uh, you know, how it all unfolds here, guys. Uh, again, more things uh, kind of leaning towards Microsoft here. Moving on, Mr. Crusader, I thought you had a pretty awesome show yourself. Uh, where can everybody find you? Yeah, you can find me at Crusader, Crusader 3456 on just about anything. Um, Twitter especially. Uh, but yeah, good show. Um, I'm ready for the Activision Blizzard talk to be over never happening again. <laughs> um, super, super, super ready for that. Mm-hmm. No, I am with you. I think everybody's with you. Just, you know, every time there is some significant, you know, like just, you know, a little more than what we've been getting the past little while, you know, it is kind of nice to talk about again, the NVIDIA stuff and whatnot, at least it is something to talk about. I, you know, I don't want to, me personally, I don't want to like drone out everybody with, oh, you know, there's a tiny, tiny little bit of news here and there, right? You know, you want some meat to it. So I hear you guys. I hear you. But uh, moving on down the list, General MLD, buddy. Hey, another guy with another awesome show. Uh, you know, you had some really good thoughts yourself. Where can everybody find you? Thank you. You guys can find me at MLD Ghost on Twitter, gamertag Ghost MLD. And yeah, it was a great talk. Looking forward to the next one. Going to play me some Atomic Heart. See if I can finish it by then. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking my time with it personally. Um, I'm, you know, going through every, uh, going through every little nook and cranny, trying to find uh, items and uh, yeah, just exploring. But uh, I'm definitely enjoying my time with it as well. MLD. Um, again, it looks like Timmy couldn't make it tonight. Hopefully he'll be with us for uh, next week. 
And yeah, uh, I didn't mention this earlier. Uh, Centurion couldn't make it tonight. Uh, he really wanted to be, but you know, he had some other things to do. He will definitely be back on the next show. Don't you worry. Uh, but with that said, guys, me being Invader, you can find my content on YouTube at Invader Gaming. I've been starting to post some achievement guides for Atomic Heart, so keep your eyes peeled for more videos there. And also some card pack openings like Phyrexia, you know, all the uh, uh, Magic the Gathering stuff. I also got some Warhammer cards as well, the Dark Galaxy cards from uh, Britain, so keep your eyes peeled for that. But yeah, guys, good stuff tonight, everyone. I'm already looking forward to next week's show, and I will see you later. Bye, guys.